Today is the Uposita day. This is about every seven or eight days with the phases of the moon, and we're at the half moon today, or quarter moon, we could call it. <laughs> I don't know why they call it quarter, but or half moon, when it's quarter through the cycle. So we'll chant the refuges and precepts this morning. And we'll chant them together. Those of you who are on five precepts can stop at the end of the fifth and just stay quiet while those on eight precepts continue. And we'll all come back together for the, the final aspiration of virtue. Namo tasa bhagavato arahato sama sambuddhasa Namo tasa bhagavato arahato sama sambuddhasa Namo tasa bhagavato arahato sama sambuddhasa Buddhang saranangachami, Dhammang saranangachami, Sangang saranangachami, Dutiampi Buddhang saranangachami, Dutiampi Dhammang saranangachami, Dutiampi Sangang Saranangachami Tatiampi Buddhang Saranangachami Tatiampi Dhammang Saranangachami Tatiampi Sangang Saranangachami Panati Pata Veramani Sika Padang Samadhyami Adina Dana Veramani Sika Padang Samadhyami Abrahmacharya Veramani Sika Padang Samadhyami Musawada Veramani Sika Padang Samadhyami Sura Mareya Majapamadatana Veramani Sika Padang Samadhyami Vikala Bojana Veramani Sika Padang Samadhyami Nacha Gita Vadita Visuka Dasana Malaganda Vilepana Dharana Mandana Vibhusanatana Veratmani Sika Padang Samadhyami Uchasayana Mahasayana Veramani Sika Padang Samadhyami Idang Me Silang Magapalanyanasa Pachayo Hutu Sadhu Sadhu Sadhu
this morning, I'd like to review the instructions that we've offered so far, just a kind of a, a recap of the practice that we're offering. We begin with connecting to a simple experience, what we're calling an anchor, that allows the mind to collect and stabilize. We connect in a relaxed way, with kind attention, a light touch of effort. Perhaps the breath as an anchor, the body as an anchor, or maybe the experience of hearing, a simple experience that can feel very comfortable, a place to return to, to call home perhaps. So we establish mindfulness using an anchor as a support. And with mindfulness, we are cultivating this capacity to meet all of our experience. And so while we give preference to the anchor of our attention, when some other experience is pulling at the attention, making it challenging to stay with the anchor, We let go of the attention to the anchor and bring our full, mindful, kind, relaxed, light attention to that experience, whatever it is. Over these days, we've explored various experiences that may arise body sensations other than the anchor, painful experience perhaps, or just other sensations that feel strong. We can use the noting to connect with that object that is arising. A light touch, just sensing or perhaps connecting with the elemental nature, vibration, pulsing, tingling. And as that object, as we notice that object, it may get stronger. We can continue being with it, or it may get weaker. 
may disappear entirely. And then we give preference to the anchor again in that case, a gentle reconnecting with this home, comfortable, familiar experience where we cultivate the stability, continuity of mindfulness. So many different kinds of objects we've been describing, the body, emotions, moods, mind states may arise. We don't have to go looking for anything. It's a matter of being with the anchor and then when something else arises, attending to that. With moods, emotions, mind states, we can again just gently note quietly, softly in our minds. Maybe calm. or happiness, or perhaps a reactive emotion, confusion, annoyance. Whatever it is, we can notice, connect with the emotion, and notice what happens to it as we attend to it. Does it get stronger? Does it diminish? Emotions are often felt in the body, so we can also notice the impact or the effect that experience has on the body. When or at whatever point that that experience diminishes, becomes less compelling, we could say. We can let it go, or perhaps it dissipates entirely, and reconnect with the anchor, gently returning, stabilizing the attention. The cultivation that we're doing is a continuity of mindfulness. And of course, as we're sitting, attending to the anchor, the breath might become strong. I'm sorry, thoughts might become strong. We can also attend to the process of thinking. Again, acknowledging it gently with a quiet, soft note. Planning, remembering, drifting, fantasizing, daydreaming, whatever it is, just an acknowledgement. Or perhaps with the modality or the way the thought is appearing, seeing or hearing images, 
There may be an emotion connected with thoughts. Kind of opening to how is this thought affecting experience? And as we attend to it, attend to the thinking or the experience that's around the thinking, it too may get stronger or weaker. Just noticing what happens as we observe it. There's no right or wrong. Sometimes when we turn, when an experience arises and we turn with our mindfulness to that experience, it does get stronger. It's not a problem, it's just the happening. So notice what happens as we attend to experience. And as or if or when that experience diminishes, we can let go of that experience and reconnect with the anchor not pushing it away. When it gets to the point where it's not compelling, we can, again, give preference to the anchor of our attention. And so in this way, we cultivate a stability with the anchor and also open to the full range of what's happening in this human being, in our bodies and minds. We learn. About the nature of experience, of all experience. With this friendly, relaxed, allowing, receptive mindfulness. We don't have to go looking for any experience, any sensations, Just aware of what arises, giving some preference to the anchor for the cultivation of the stability and continuity of mindfulness.
As we, <coughs> as we give preference to the anchor for the attention, there will be other experiences happening at the same time. We don't need to push them away. If we can stay connected with the anchor, we could perhaps use that kind of um, instruction we've explored breathing with other experience, or that, just that recognition. Yes, there's lots happening, and the breath is happening. It can be useful with this kind of practice to have a... a, a, This is an analogy, so don't take it too literally, but to have a sense of foreground of experience and background of experience. And so we give a preference to the anchor in the foreground of experience. Other experience may be happening in the background, but it's fairly easy, easy perhaps to just leave it there and stay connected with the breath or the body or the hearing. And there will be times when something from the background kind of pushes itself into the foreground or it just kind of becomes much more in the foreground. It's like we can't really just leave it back there. That might be the time to just allow the attention to take that experience in. Whatever it is, all of our experience is fair game for mindfulness. Sleepiness, restlessness, doubt, all of the hindrances. Sometimes it can be joy, delight, love can come strongly into experience. Or body sensation, sound, thoughts, moods, emotions. We generally prefer, give some preference to the anchor and cultivate the stability there. Now sometimes when something has pushed itself into the foreground, for perhaps an emotion or something, a, a strong um, experience or bodily sensation, while we're attending to that, something else from the background pushes itself into the foreground. Like maybe the lawnmower goes by and... Tension is just drawn to that. It's fine to then let that be the experience that we're attending to. And then when nothing in our experience feels particularly, when there's not a particular pull to some other experience, we can reconnect with the anchor. Do you have any questions this morning? Yeah, and wait, we'll wait for the mic. Thank you.
Good morning. Um, last night in your Dharma share, you mentioned the experience of like shooting down the thought. Um, and I'm wondering if you could speak um, a little bit to the difference between that experience and being with an anchor, noticing the thought, becoming aware of the thought, noting all thinking and then returning to the anchor is it the like the relate the quality with which we're relating to it um is it yeah our relationship yeah, yeah it's anything? it's the energy kind of behind it almost with an in, with a perhaps like aversive intention you know like get rid of that get rid of that and it can it can just be you know just a, an intensity of that with the noting it really is a light touch, an acknowledgement of what's here. So, oh, thinking is here. And then it, it does happen when you know, we notice, oh, there's thinking. Sometimes, especially if we're catching that right at the beginning of a thought, it will just pff, vanish. You know, it'll just dissipate. You know? But there's a different quality, and you, you'll probably recognize the difference. You know? Is there a kind of an intensity to that? Or is it much more easeful? Just that quality of, no, oh, thinking. And then notice what happens with the thinking. Does it, um, does it just dissipate? Or is there a lingering sense of something here with it? Yeah. So just, just notice that in the energy behind the noting. And maybe, you know, as... Um, I can't remember. I thought it was Tara that mentioned, you know, the kind of quality or tone of voice that we're noting. I think when we're doing that kind of shooting that Saito Utejaniya talked about, it's got a shooting quality. Thinking. Thinking. Not, oh, thinking. (laughs) Thank you. Here's one here. Thank you. And um, it's about the, a little bit of excited mood. And, and then there's a lot of good memories coming in. <laughs> and sometimes it fades into the meta or good states. But oftentimes just many, many kind of entertaining <laughs> memories coming in, how, how to deal with that. So let me just repeat, see if I understand the question. So you said there's, there can be a lot of excitement and thoughts related to that, good feelings, happy, excited feelings, and memories that perhaps connect with metta. It sounds a little bit like my happiness kind of example last night, where all these thoughts about, got to do this, got to do this, and, and not really noticing the feelings underneath. So it sounds like there's a lot happening there. And just adding one more is the general mood. The feeling tone itself is a little bit of excitement, not really there's enough mindfulness to calm down. So you you can notice the excitement and there's enough mindfulness to calm down? No, not enough. Okay, but well, that that's okay. Is there enough mindfulness to notice the f- quality of excitement? So the kind of that can have an energy in the body. It, it it might be associated. I mean, excitement can tip into um, um, 
kind of a, a desire or a wanting, a going towards, but it can also be connected with joy and love. So feel into that excitement. You know, so you notice the thoughts, all of the thoughts, and then what's here with that? Oh, excitement. So you don't have to have the agenda to calm it down. The opening with awareness to, oh, excitement is happening. You know, very naturally, as we notice experience, if there's any kind of agitation, and, and excitement can have an agitated quality, then that agitation can begin to settle and then perhaps reveal more of the metta and the happiness that may be there with the excitement. So, you know, there's a lot going on in our minds. Really, We're really just trying to understand and learn what is here. So excitement is here. Okay, what, what does that feel like? Ooh, bubbly, lift, you know, feel like I'm jumpy or, or something. So just notice that. Notice if there's a, a kind of a, a relationship to it, like wanting to calm it down. Just allow that. It's like, okay, well, maybe I don't like this feeling of excitement. Okay, well, not liking is happening. So really opening to that experience. This is what mindfulness supports is opening to what's here without agenda. Now, we do have a subtle agenda. I think that really the agenda we have is, is when there's no, not much else going on, we have an agenda or a slight preference for the breath. But we don't have to try to calm the mind down in order to get back to the breath. It's more allowing the mindfulness to create the conditions for the settling And it does tend to move that way. As we are mindful of our experience, whatever it is, whether it's wholesome qualities or unwholesome qualities, whether there's a mixture of wholesome and unwholesome in there, a kind of a a greed, a wanting, and a love and happiness, you know, the, the mindfulness begins to kind of tease those apart and allow the, the uh, agitating qualities to diminish and the wholesome qualities to grow. So it's a, it's a real trust to trust that the mindfulness supports the movement in the direction of ease and peace and the release of greed, aversion, and delusion. So exploring that possibility of can I meet, the, can I meet that experience with mindfulness? It, it's pushed its way into the foreground, so excitement is here, what's that like? And then, as I said last night, if it's too strong, if it's stronger than the capacity to be with it, if it feels like a tsunami of excitement and just a trickle of mindfulness, then it may be time to um, expand the attention, not try to attend directly to the excitement. But it sounds like you might, since you're able to name it, you might have the capacity to just notice it, let go of that agenda of, oh, I need to calm this down. Does that speak to your... Maybe one more. Yeah, okay, in the back over here. I guess it's speaking to the agenda part. 
I came into this retreat really wanting to let go of expectations and wanting to get somewhere in an agenda. I feel like the last, you know, 10 years of my practice has been all about agenda and learning that that also is a tangle. An agenda to fix myself, an agenda to get somewhere, an agenda to stop these unwholesome activities of the mind, actions, etc. And so I've, I'm finding that even coming into this retreat without expectation has become an agenda. Mm-hmm. And everything feels like a tactic. I don't know what to do with that. Like I, I'm trying to, I'm really paying attention and listening to your words, which are so helpful. Just feeling into, okay, this is what a tactic feels like. This is what experience, yes. ex- this experience feels like. A piece I'd add to that exploration is, uh, you know, so when these tactics come up, I mean, you've come in with this, Intention, and I'll, I'll, you know, distinguish a little between intention and agenda. It's possible to to hold the the wish, the wish for the cultivation of the wholesome states as a wholesome aspiration, versus I'm going to cultivate the wholesome states. So, you know, it, it's not that we, we of course we have this movement, this direction. That's the way the practice moves, and so to have that that wish that we head that direction is wholesome. And we have to let go of it happening in any particular way. So that's, that's the kind of art of, of that aspiration. So, so that's just one piece. And then when, the, when whatever our habit, our strong habit or pattern, it sounds like this very strong habit of yours in, in the mind. And I would say many, many people here share this. So you're not alone. Um, that one thing I do in that kind of situation is to check in. You know, it's like, this is what's happening. Yes, this is what's happening. And, you know, often we can't stop it. I mean, you're not, it's like, it's just going on. And so the reminder, as I mentioned last night, when we can't control experience, this is a teaching on not-self. So that that connection, you know, sometimes I would find my mind relaxed. I can't fix this. I can't fix this. It's, oh, this is not self. This is, the Buddha was pointing this out as wisdom. So, you know, to, that, to connect to that can kind of help hold a, contain, a larger container in which it becomes more okay to have these things happening. So tactics are happening. <laughs> okay. Not self. Yeah, does that speak to you? Okay, so it's time to stop. Time to stop our time here, and yet there's no stopping the mindfulness. We just carry on. So, oh, we have one announcement. Bruni will be sitting in with Greg today. Do you have one? Oh, Bruni will be sitting in with Winnie today. Thank you. Any other announcements? Okay. 
And Bruni will offer sign-ups in the afternoon. Carry on. That's what Upandita used to say to me. Carry on. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.